All right, we have the second podcast. We have Clay and Sean Terhagen here. Uh, hey, Sean, how's it going? Doing pretty well. How are you, Clay? Good to have you involved in our podcast. Thank you, thank you. I'm glad to be here. So uh, I've, I've gone to a couple of your trainings, and I've been been around when people talk to you afterwards, and they say, hey, Clay, like I'm not using PowerPoints anymore. How proud of me are you for not doing that? Are you against <laughs> using technology or like... Like, I love technology, so uh-huh. so what makes it where PowerPoints aren't good? Yeah, I don't want to be offensive to the IT department, Sean. But, uh, no, I, I get that a lot. And I've, I've been in on other people's trainings, and, and they'll say, hey, did you notice I'm not using a PowerPoint as if it's an evil thing? And, and, and the reality is, is I love all the training tools that are out there. I, th- I think there are so many great technological tools um, in particular, I like videos, uh, as, as many of you know, in, in my trainings and, and PowerPoints, um, as well as some other tools that, that I'll mention a little bit later. But, but here's our problem with technology. Oftentimes, people will say to me, hey, will you send me your training on, you know, whatever. And, and what they're thinking of is they want me to send them a training with a PowerPoint with videos embedded in them, all in a, in a perfect order, teaching a perfect principle uh, in, in an organized fashion. And that's not really, um, that's not really how, how I use it. The problem is a PowerPoint or a video, it shouldn't be your training. The PowerPoint is just one of the spices to your training. So, so this basically is my rule. Technology should just be the spice to a training, not the meat and potatoes. The meat and potatoes is the debate and the discussion, the ideas that come out. The PowerPoint is just a nice way to put some spice into that discussion by emphasizing certain points you want to make. But the problem is we use PowerPoint as a crutch. We, we put almost everything we want to say in the training on that PowerPoint and then we get up and we read that PowerPoint to the people that, that we're trying to, to train. And it, it gets to be too much. We, we become so beholden to the order of the slides because we have so many slides. And sometimes people will want to talk about something else. And I'll, and I'll hear the trainer say, oh, no, we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. That's right. three slides from now. That's yeah. four slides from now. When in reality, they're going to be most receptive to that information right then. Yeah, when they have the question, they want to know. They the have the question. The shelf is set. And we're saying, hey, hold on. I'm going to get to that because you're taking my, my training out of order. We almost feel like it's taking us away from our training Whereas those moments should be the most valuable part of our training. That's when the shelf is set. To, to say we'll discuss that later in slide you know, 234 is kind of frustrating for the learner. Definitely. If we're going to use PowerPoints, we should have just a few slides. And the slides that we have should have very little but key information on it. I mean... How many times have you been in a training where somebody steps up and, 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 and switches to the next slide and says, I know you can't see this slide because there's so much information on it, but it says, well, then what's the point of the slide? Right, and I'm reading it myself. <laughs> I don't need you to re-dictate what's on the slide for me. Exactly. If that's what we're going to do, then let's just stop spending money getting everyone together and let's just let's just send the PowerPoints to people. and We'll save all these money on, on flights and food and everything else that we spend for these meetings. Look... Use a few less detailed slides 
to help retention and things that you want to discuss. I need to make sure they remember these three things. Okay, those three things you might want to put on a slide. But everything we're saying doesn't need to be on those slides. Uh, if, if you have just a few, then also you can get to any slide you want within the, within the training. I mean, people have seen me do this where we start talking about something and I'll say, oh, and I'll go three slides in advance because I'll only have like, you know, right. five or so in my training. And I'm able to jump to that to help emphasize what it is that I'm, I'm trying to, to train at that point. Look, most, most trainings I help people uh, prepare in their PowerPoints, I'm able to take their slides down from maybe 30 slides to five or less. And I de decrease the information on each slide. We've got to learn to use PowerPoint as a spice, not the meal. Nobody wants to eat just spices for a meal. Right. And we're just, we're just, we're giving them so much technology that that becomes the presentation. And we don't want to do that. Right. So we want to shorten the PowerPoint. So how about like the videos? What do we want to do with those? Yeah, you know, as as you know, and and people listening that have been in my trainings know, I do like to use videos in my trainings, but. But I think the key to that is uh, I use videos in my training. The video is not my training. I never, I never just say, hey, let's watch this video. And then everybody watches and, and listens to it. Remember that video is a spice. It's not the training itself. And, and, and here's, here's what I mean by that. Um, a lot of times people will find kind of a great video that, that makes a great point in a, in a funny or an inspirational way. So they introduce it and they say, all right, you're all really going to like this. Okay, roll the video. And when the video is done, they sum up the points and they hope people got it. And that's the end of how they use the video in the training. When I use video, I use video. I, I, the, video is my, I, I, the video is not my master. Right. The video is my tool that I'm using to, to make the point. Again, the meat and potatoes of my training are the discussion topics that come from this video, the questions I'm going to ask, the things that I want them to note. So, so the first thing I like to do when I use a video is I give people things to look for um, after setting the stage. So for an example, I might say, okay, I'm gonna show you a commercial and guess what? You're going to think this commercial is funny. But what I want you to do when you're watching this commercial is analyze why you think it's funny. Right. So as you watch this, the question I'm going to ask you at the end is, why was this video funny to you? Help analyze that for me. And now I'm not just playing a video. Uh, you know, they're, 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 they're looking for something. Or I might say something like, uh, okay, I'm going to show you this hidden camera video. And I want you to ask yourself if there's any way you think you'd go along with this. And then we're going to discuss it. I'm issuing a challenge I'm almost, instead of them saying, oh, I wonder what this video is going to be, they're actually, they have something to do as this video is about to start. And, and we're going to discuss what I've asked them to do with that challenge. And, and the real training will come in the discussion. The, the video is just a spice to help them want to digest the training. Does that make sense? My training is not the video. Right. My training is not the PowerPoint. Those are tools that I'm using and then I'm getting you to do things with so that we can generate uh, thinking. And, and I guess the last thing I'd say on, on videos, uh, you probably noticed, I like to pause the video from time to time and ask questions, the, the right questions about what they're seeing. Like maybe, 
maybe I'll pause at a certain point that is, is particularly funny and I'd say, okay, stop. I want to know what you would do in this situation. Be honest with me. Analyze what you might do. And we have a little bit of discussion. Then, then say, okay, what do you think they're going to do? And before I push play again, they're all primed and they're ready uh, to, you know, to, to see what happens next and they're analyzing it. And again, I'm not asking questions that have a right or wrong answer. It's just their thoughts and analysis. And I think that's one of my favorite parts because it goes back to the PowerPoint thing where you say, no, that's that's in a later slide. You're yeah. taking the time to pause and get what's on their mind at that current time. Yeah. So they're not going to forget what they're thinking about the first 30 seconds of the video or the first half. They're going to have time to display that. And yeah. I love that from your training. And, and, I, and I think that, too, you have to be willing to go where they want to go with their, with their conversation and not just say, oh, that's an interesting idea. Who else? Who else? You need to ask them, okay, why do you think you would do that that way? That's interesting. I, my answer would have been different, but, I, but I'm really interested in your answer. And you have that discussion. Did anybody else have the same answer as, as Joe did here? And, and, and you're just the true value will come as people feel free to speak up and share their, so their thoughts because you're, you're setting the shelf and allowing that training to come out more naturally and not in a canned manner, not in a, we will get to that in the next five minutes. You know, it's, it's, it, it, it comes when, when it's most likely to be well-received. Right. So, so we know you love PowerPoint. We know you love videos. Well, PowerPoint, not I love so them much. as a spice. As a spice. As a spice, other, not the meal. Do you have any other tools that you like to use that, that technology and IT comes into play? Yeah, you know, I'm I'm not the uh, guru in technology. In fact, uh, you you probably know a lot more tools than I do as far as uh, as as what can be used for presentations. I, I do sometimes like to use Cahoots, and, and I know I know people will use Cahoots, but but I, I've found that if you just do the Cahoots quizzes and don't take the time to discuss them, then you're really more just entertaining them than training them. So, so the cahoots should just be used as a tool. I, used, I also like to use something called polleverywhere.com to get some real-time polls from my audience as they, as they text in their answers. It, it helps to generate discussions. It, you, can just, you can just go to polleverywhere.com, and it, as long as you have less than, I think, 25 users in your training, it's free. And after that, I, I don't know, I've always used it as just a, a free training. <laughs> um, but, but the nice thing is you're able to see these anonymous polls of, of real-time polls of people in the audience. And based on their answers, that generates a discussion and, and it really sets the shelf to, to kind of, uh, you know, lead into, into a training. But again, the key of all of this is to remember that your training is not the technology. Your training is the discussion that gives them those aha moments that are placed on their shelf. The technology is the spice that makes them want to chew on the meal, which is the information that you're giving them, the, the, the discussion questions. The spice helps you want to chew the food and internalize it instead of just scooping it off their plate and onto the floor for the dogs to eat. So no. I'm, I'm not against PowerPoints or any other technology. I, I'm against it becoming your whole training. Let it serve you. You shouldn't be the servant of the technology. The technology should serve you. And that makes total sense. Thanks for explaining that, Clay. All right. Thanks, Sean. Bye.